0: Well, maybe he wants to shit out a signature on it.
1: I guess so. No? Yes. I guess won't see it. So now this maybe is the funeral. The oh, right. Oh, right. For the Falconer. Right. For the Falconer. He wanted to so be. They brought the body. What? Yeah. Where did they put the body
0: on, coach? The overhead. Look at
1: this, this is where he's from, his heritage, and he wanted to be buried in this little town, and so that's what they've done. Okay, so now we're getting the setup of the movie, is that you can come to America, to San Francisco, because this is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and you sign the papers, right. but you have to be there by this date at midnight, uh, at, at um, 12 noon, okay? All right. Look at the band on his arm.
0: Yeah, he must have had that from the war. Right, that's the from war. the
1: war. But no, this guy should be wearing a bond because leukemia is going to get him in a month.
0: Wait, this guy right here is leukemia yeah. guy?
1: That's right. That's a leukemia Why I- guy. guy. It's probably in him right now this moment, Mike. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I'm trying to be funny, laughing. I mean, it it was thirty something years ago. Uh, no, it was forty years uh, ago, right?
0: Right. Well, we think he's a great actor, and uh, we, we our apologies to his family. All right, okay. so keep let's Trade, go. Let's trade go.
1: center, trade towers, that Oh, level. there
0: we are. And you know what? When they went down, I next day I got my headshots. And people, you know, like, a, 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 oh my goodness.
1: Now, the What's press going on is here now? Oh, it's, it's very, it's a sensational story. He's going to get a billion dollars.
0: So, did he agree to do a cross country
1: chase for this billion dollars? And that's the reason why he's getting pressed? No. Because he's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> what he wanted to do is he wanted to come to America like his ancestors, he wanted to come on the boat. Arrive and see the Statue of Liberty. Now, you don't go to Ellis Island nowadays, you know, but that's what he wanted to go to New York uh, and take the journey um, of the grandfather who, you know, uh, the billionaire.
0: But that's ridiculous. If he has a deadline, why can't he just fly to fucking San Francisco? Excuse my language. Fly to fucking San Francisco, uh, uh, get his money, and then go fly to Ellis Island.
1: Well, that's exactly what he should have done, but that I, he, no
0: movie, he's I a know.
1: crazy man. He's a... They're asking he's him now, what do, you, what, do you, what do you What do you want in a wife? Because you're the most eligible bachelor. And we're about to meet uh-huh. Valerie per, Perrine, who's going to be his love interest.
0: So did you see that view? Fucking A, look at that view. Yeah. Actually, when I lived, worked on the C.S. York, That was the view I had. I had a cubicle and I would look out and I could see Alcatraz prison. Cool. Yeah.
1: And we just saw the America building.
0: Yeah. So that is uh, technically the Bank of America building. That's the triple five. That's where we're at right right now. That's the biggest building in San Francisco previous to the Salesforce building just being built. Uh They always said that the transit building is bigger. But the Bank of America building, the Falcon Industry building, is bigger than that. And now that we have Salesforce building, that's the biggest building. He's like, can you marry this guy? She's a gold digger.
1: <laughs> well, okay. She is a prostitute, and she has been hired to essentially distract. I know what. You're... What? Uh-huh. Distract I know what Guido I know from making his appointment.
2: Ah. Now so he's, he's taking not a gonna, train. He's not
1: going to fly to San Francisco. He's going to take the train.
0: Yeah, that's like hell on wheels. He might as well be on a greyhound at this point. Oh, there's Mitch McConnell.
1: There's Mitch McConnell. No, that's once yeah. again William Redfield, a man marked for death.
0: But we who that? Oh, I love, don't you love it when you get a private car on Amtrak and you have to close the curtains because the paparazzi are on the platform?
1: (laughs) Happens to me all the time.
0: All the time. Please, I am not here to get photos. I'm just taking, sitting on the platform for 40 minutes and the train. He's eating it like the
1: Europeans eat apples. They cut, they pair off the uh, skin first. Exactly. The skin is the best part. Okay, he's just been given $1,000 spending money. Sweet. Yeah. Now, they're going to take this tour together, and William Redfield has got all these like tourist sites for him to see on their way.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, so he's just taking a lackadaisical turn. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck is he eating? It looks like uh, snow cone, snowballs <laughs> from Hostess, or like bad IKEA Swedish meatballs. Now look, he he's gets eating, oh, that's rid of. Wedge. Oh, there you go, William. R. I. P.
1: He doesn't need a shampoo.
0: Oh, Oh, so there he is.
1: The Listen, press are coming. You
0: Oh, the paparazzi! I wish I had an Italian word for the uh, ongoing mass of photographers. Wow, she's she's she got, got her own dog. Oh, he went into the wrong room. His, his door is blue, and he went to the pink door, which is where the woman was.
1: Now, this is the kind of thing you talk about all the time, Mike. Like in a movie, like universe, the wrong room he goes into is like coincidentally one of the co-stars.
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking about that the last movie, where there's only six characters, and if there's a seventh, it's going to be connected to the one of the six. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool.
1: This guy knows about the building, so he's pitching them on expensive watches.
0: Right. That's okay. I got a cell phone. I don't
1: need a watch. So he refuses them. He says, okay, give me $2. So Guido says, here's your $2. And we're going to get a joke watch. Now watch Did your
0: joke watch. pull out a water
1: Boing! <laughs>
0: hey, make, make fun of them, but even a joke watch tells the right time twice a day.
1: Twice a day.
0: That's it. That's the only time I'm relevant, twice a day.
1: Okay, now we hear a woman in distress. Oh my goodness! It's oh my a God. rape.
0: Who is that guy? Are he chasing him?
1: He goes, "Hey, come on! I got kids."
0: Is that Dick Miller, the actor.
1: That is Dick Miller. No. He's playing a character called Bernie, and he's basically um, Valerie Perini's, Perrine's uh, partner in in trapping this guy.
0: Oh, so this is a big
1: con. This is a big con. And he's doing mouth-to-mouth, he thinks. Right. And it turns into a kiss. Now, why would you do mouth-to-mouth? She didn't drown. Uh, you know, you're absolutely right. She just, uh, yeah, that's probably not the thing you do. She got conked on the head. Now, these two do not have good movie character at a movie chemistry at all and there's a reason right the the interview with the director was very revealing um this this uh terrence hill was a very proper person and he was very polite and respected ladies or whatever but valerie perrine was a real smut mouth lady and when they first met, the director reports that she said, would you like to see me smoke a cigarette out of my pussy? You
0: see, that was the opening line? That's my wa- opening it, line.
1: It wasn't the opening line, but...
0: Yeah. Well, that is, uh, for a gentleman, He must have been a guest.
1: They did not get along, oh. you know? Quite frankly, I think that Terrence Hill is very stiff throughout this entire movie, and his accent is yeah. difficult. Uh...
0: Well, you know, he's he's known for – with a partner, right, Bud Spencer? I, okay, I, that's yeah. how I know him.
1: The director brings that so up, Bob? and he says it was one of the foolish moves ever. This guy has got a partner. In fame, in movies, and they don't bring him along for his debut. It's like Laurel without Hardy.
0: Gotcha. Well, that's cool. Well, can, I, can I ask where, where people can find that video? The interview?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, if it's, you go to YouTube and you simply put in interview Jonathan Kaplan, it's, it's the only thing that's going to come up. I did find print interviews okay. with Jonathan Kaplan man. and just learned about his other movies, quite frankly.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he does decent movies. I guess this is a decent movie. It's interesting. There's Dick Miller again. The, um, going to beat up some good ones.
1: Kaplan went to uh, – and the guy who wrote this movie with Kaplan, uh, Ken Friedman, they went to New York University's film school, which gave us Martin Scorsese. But they're not exactly the same, are they?
0: Well, no, but it's, it's funny you mention that because uh, uh, Roger Corman used to take film students like that. And Dick Miller was in a bunch of uh, Corman movies like Bucket of Blood. And I think he was in Little Shop of Horrors. But he's in Gremlins. Remember he's a neighbor. Uh, he's in hundreds of movies. So it's, it's cool to see him. He passed away recently.
1: Well, I, I got to tell you, you mentioned Roger novel. Corman. It was really Roger Corman who launched launched this director's career. Um, they – you know, Jonathan Kaplan helped Roger Corman on a lot of movies, and he, he gave him a shot to direct.
0: Huh. It's a great – giving Terrence Hill.
1: Mm-hmm. The Hollywood debut.
0: Okay, so – Have you ever eaten a
1: What's that? Have oh, yeah, I yeah. ever
0: eaten on a train? You're not ha- supposed to sit like they're sitting.
1: I have in Europe. How are you supposed to uh, sit?
0: So we took an Amtrak to Seattle. This is I think they, they obviously closed the train. I mean, they stopped, They closed the dining. They're supposed to sit on the same side of the, the table. So if they were a couple, they wouldn't face each other. They would sit on the same side, and then the other two chairs would be used for an additional couple. So you'd be staring at a stranger while you're eating your meal.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I – the trains that I took in Europe, because that's the way you got around. You know, I went from Germany into Paris, and that's the way you got around is on the train or the metro. They, they, didn't, they didn't have that. Okay, she just stole the check that he wrote his name on because she's going to get him to sign the power of attorney. She's going to – She's going to forge his paint. signature.
0: That's it? No super cool spy equipment? Ah, oh, rip off.
1: <laughs> Well, she's not a spy at all. Okay, this is a general – he's a colonel, Clayton Winkle, and it's played by a guy named Chill Wills, who was in a million films.
0: Oh, Chill. Right, right. He plays uh, Colonel Buck uh, uh, Bull Winkle. He has a nickname, Bull.
1: Uh, well, it's Colonel Bull. Clayton T. Winkle. Now, apparently, <laughs> he's, 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 the right Colonel right is a drunk, and you gotta keep alcohol away from this guy, so he's sneaking it with the girl. Bottoms up. And his um, handler is gonna get very pissed. Listen.
3: Did
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you call the
0: lady? nothing, call this is not funny.
1: He called him her a bitch and so Guido gets very offended. Very offended.
0: Yeah. And he's Italian, so you know he's offended.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he used physical violence, so you know he's a feminist.
0: I am protecting the honor of this prostitute.
1: Right, but he doesn't know she's a prostitute. He just bumped into her on the train.
0: Right, that's right. They met cute. They met stiff.
1: Now, he's telling this story about meeting, uh, what's his name, from the FBI... Uh, The guy who launched it, who cross-dressed and nobody knew it.
0: Yeah, to Kevin Spacey. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, Edgar Hoover.
1: Yeah, yeah, Edgar Hoover. And Edgar Hoover apparently gave him these handcuffs. And he's like, I want to give them to you. And so he's going to cuff them, and they're going to go along with it.
0: Yeah. His alcoholism isn't a joke. I I have to write a letter to the kid. Dear Mr. Director Kaplan, I watched your 1977 movie recently, and I was appalled, uh, as it doesn't fit today's standards. Oh, so what's going on now? He's getting a gun pulled?
1: Okay, so a guy shows up and goes, I'm from the FBI. Would you come with me here, please? And Valerie's too smart for that. She goes, he's not from the FBI, and he pulls out a gun. He's kidnapping Guido.
0: Oh, she's going off the right. But the bat—what about the basset hound?
1: Well, the the, the reason there—the reason she has to go is because now they've been cuffed. They're they're a pair. Right. And the basset hound didn't get cuffed.
0: So that oh, so logically, had the basset hound been cuffed with his little adorable basset hound paw, he would have to go on the helicopter.
1: Right. So what is to become of oh, yes. Senor Bassett Hound?
0: Uh, Senor the Bassett Hound. Wait, is the prostitute originally? Oh, look, San Francisco Chronicle, 1976. Wow.
1: Yes. Look at
0: all that print on there.
1: No, it's not called trans I America saw the, Building.
0: That's, this is, that is – the trans America Building is behind him. Oh, it but is. He's, yeah, I yeah. think he's – He's supposed to be in, he's in the Bank of America building, which is nearby.
1: Oh, I see. I got you. In if they use the same interiors that they use for the exterior. Okay. Here's the kidnapping demand.
0: Wow. There's a communication. And and right. As to where and when
4: you will deliver one million dollars for his life. If you don't do exactly as the letter directs, Guido
3: Balconi will die. If you call the police, if you call anyone, Guido Balconi dies. Do we understand each other? We understand each other
0: perfectly. There'll be absolutely no trouble. Nice
1: talking to you, Mr. (laughs) Keller. Indubitably. Indubitably. So. And then you adjust the ball. uh, So, he says if you call the press, if you call the cops, Guido Falcone dies. So, Jackie Gleason immediately goes, call the press, (laughs) call the cops. He stands to inherit a lot of money if Guido Falcone dies. And he goes, wait, get me a bottle of Don Perignon. 69? No, this calls 62. Oh, well. No now, the I go. there's a, mid- a bit of a joke there, Don Perignon, because when Jackie's Gleason's was, wife was on set... He was a very professional individual, but the days in which she wasn't on set, he would begin drinking Dom Perignon, the expensive stuff, at the beginning of the day, and he would drink it all day long. Yeah. And so he would get really quite drunk, and then, you know, jonathan kaplan would say to himself how's this guy gonna do his lines he can't even walk so jonathan kaplan had a little trick he would go yeah. are you ready for your scene chef of the future and J- jackie gleason <laughs> would go like hamana 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 he would call back all the honeymooner stuff and the s- the crew would be That's laughing great. and he would snap into it and do his set, his do his his uh scene
0: we, so, after the Honeymooners, like, I know they did, like, a uh, some more episodes, like, they did a Color Central, but he was in a lot of, I mean, he was known in the 70s for the Smoky and the Bandit movies. Yeah. And then I guess in the 80s, uh, the Tom Hanks movie and uh, uh, the toy. But, you know, it was always great to see Jackie Gleason in any He was in Skidoo. Have you seen that movie? He takes acid. It's, uh... The train wreck film. It's a, it's a well-known train wreck film from Otto Presenter. Well, Tra- I Prezinger.
5: certainly know Prezinger.
1: the toy, and I certainly know uh, the other one you mentioned. What was it? Smokey and the Bandit.
0: Like,
1: it's called...
0: Right, and then he was two? in Smokey and, and the Bandit 3, which did not have Bert Reynolds. He chased another young stud.
1: <laughs> yeah. But what was the one you mentioned where he trips on acid?
0: It's called Skidoo.
1: Skidoo. Is, do you recommend I Get It?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a blast. It's okay. a crazy film. But it, it's funny. And it has a lot of hippies in it, too. So, you know.
1: Jackie Gleason. It's a hippie movie. I'll put it in my it's, uh, Netflix,
0: It's perfect two. for the film. Yeah, but be warned, it's a crazy film. It's not, like, a good film. Oh, okay. But it's worth it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so. Shakespeare
0: and Ape. Look at that.
1: What happens here it is. sometimes what happens here is the the kidnapper thugs he's like how much are you getting for kidnapping us and the one guy blabs and says $10,000 and he goes what what the guy's getting a million dollars and that's your cut so he distracts them as they think mm-hmm. it over like we've got them and that's how they escape and now we have a chase
0: on a horseback
1: yeah, and that's again another inside joke to his cowboy movies.
0: Right. These sound like an amateur kidnappers, right? It's like yep. you know, yeah. Okay, now they're gonna break their spine and the horse's spine. Holy shit! Yep. You know the horse in the neigh because he's a little horse. <laughs>
1: That's why he wasn't speak. He didn't have a speaking role. He was a little hoarse.
0: Yeah, right. That's right.
1: Okay. Now, conveniently, there's a pickup truck, and the the keys aren't in this guy's pocket. Apparently, they're um they're in Where the car, they? right? So the it's like a dad and his son.
0: Oh, they went on a boat and they left the keys in their car. I guess. can't believe like Terrence Hill is gonna steal their car, their truck.
1: The, probably well, the only reason did up. That it was, is it was in the script.
0: Yeah, including the bikers that happen to fly by. hmm What a coincidence. There's nobody on this road, so this is not shot in uh, America, right? This has to be like Italy.
1: Actually, yes, and one of the things that frustrated Jackie Gleason, as you know, he was a Comedian, and everywhere he went, people would be like, "Hey, Ralph Cramden." Well, in Italy, nobody knew him. He was very depressed about that, and it would just add to his drinking.
0: Uh, well, like like the late Jackie Nicholson needed a reason. He uh, there's what was that guy's name? He wrote for a Los Angeles newspaper, and he wrote his memoirs. Uh-huh. I saw him first on like a E.T. Hollywood story. But he covered Jackie Gleason was doing a show, a variety show for CBS, and to promote it, they did a, a countrywide train trip, uh-huh. and they launched it in New York, I guess. And young Wayne Newton sang "Duncan Shane," and they hopped board on train, and he writes about just drinking and drinking and drinking with Jackie yeah. Gleason on this train, and Gleason would say, "I want Chinese food." And they would pull up at the station. That when the train gets to the station, there's someone waiting with a bag of Chinese food from right. Jackie Gleason. You get it, and they would just you know keep drinking, and it sounded like so much fun. And they would stop at different towns to promote this TV show. So it's strange. You don't really have that anymore. You don't really travel around train stop by train stop promoting. You know. Right. That Jason was what um, or,
1: people running for president used to do.
0: Yeah, it's like a whistle stop tour. You would right. go to Bumpuck, at Arkansas, that. and then you know.
1: now all the cops oh. come out.
0: Oh, the Abilene Police Department. Oh, what bad luck! If oh, only it was shit. a school bus, the kids wouldn't draw guns on you.
1: Now this is probably not Italy. This is probably Northern California, uh, where they shot was in San Francisco, as you know. But most of it was Sonoma County.
0: Yeah, I, all right. I could see that. Well, Sonoma County has, like, blue skies and little silly hills, so this looks like uh, Sonoma.
1: But it's supposed to be the middle of America because they're on their train rides, you see. And part of this will be at the Grand Canyon. Right.
0: Oh, cool, like north by northwest. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Mount Rushmore.
1: That's Mount Rushmore, Yeah. Yeah. So now, what we're getting is a view like, oh, you must be concerned. Yes, I'm very concerned.
0: (laughs) He's smoking in the lobby during an interview, a classic.
1: 77.
0: Well, I didn't write the will. That's the same years as Star Wars. Oh, young Carl, would you like to see Star Wars or Mr. Billion? Mr. Billion, Mom, let's go see Mr. Billion. All right, your call. Your call. (laughs)
1: Look at that
0: yeah, this will be a... yeah, that flower is the same flower. Italy's finest. Look at those bags under Jackie's eyes. My God, living legend.
1: Okay, now the handcuffs aren't off, but the chain is off.
0: Oh, they have friendship bracelets.
1: Right, now they have friendship bracelets, and he's falling in love.
0: What about her? Oh, she's trying to hook.
1: She's trying to hook him. Now, they thought we'll they got him. away from the kidnappers, but the main kidnapper showed up with his helicopter.
0: Ooh, that was like an old closing door swipe. Did you see that? Yeah. Like how the scene changed?
1: A la television. Yeah.
0: television. Oh, that was like Shoot.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, back to the helicopter with you. Man, what's up with the helicopter? Thank God they were in the woods. You can land your helicopter right there.
1: Exactly, and nobody will notice.
0: Right. Like, if you were in Newark, it would be a little bit
1: more difficult. Where were you going to park your helicopter? That's right. You would be oh, to land in uh, Newark, though, because there's no hubcaps.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's been a while since I've been there, but I believe that's still accurate.
1: Okay, so oh, now Guido fights the, the kidnapper. But he kind of forgets that the kidnapper's the pilot!
0: Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, did he forget he was on a helicopter when he shot the gun?
1: Nobody's no. flying, so Valerie takes the stick and pretty much fucks everything up.
0: did she play Microsoft uh, Flight Attendant or what was that called? Uh,
1: no, did, did she?
0: There was a flight, flight simulator.
1: Oh, my son was way into that for the airplanes, though not for the choppers.
0: Oh yeah. Well, this is chopper flight, like, uh, chopper simulator.
1: Look at that. Now they've the got the wrong that? person hanging off, right? It, now look, Guido goes and saves him. Aww. Yep.
0: And yeah, I don't like when you is, call him that. Touched by that. So those are practical stunts, right? This is not CGI, it's some guy who was dangling from a helicopter?
1: That's right. It's 1977, everything we're going to see. Now, look, Guido's wow. no pilot, but he certainly knows if you lower the stick gradually, it will go down.
0: And if you land it at a little league game, it's going to be free Gatorade when you get out.
1: Free Gatorade. <laughs>
0: That's what fruit puts do, yeah. There's fruit putts, to Gatorade.
1: And the and the snack. Oh now look, for some reason the chopper is now on fire and will explode.
0: Oh it's cool.
1: It's Does way it take
0: away the opponent? Explosion. Nice. There goes the away team.
1: There goes the away team. Okay, so you know,
0: it was ironic, The, the bad guy's
1: on fire one so once yeah, again – Yeah, I
0: know. He's killing it.
1: He saves them.
0: He saves. Your ass is on fire. Okay. You know, that guy must be a liar. Here's His an, is an important fire.
1: plot point. He did it with her jacket, and out of her jacket falls the power of attorney papers, and he realizes she's a crook or she's a jerk. Now watch what the director does.
0: All right. I'm watching. John's Kapman, take it away. There is whoa! Valerie, what a uh,
1: Right, and she gets covered in smoke. She disappears.
0: Whoa! Because he's a witch, right? right. Oh no, it's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, now is revealed Valerie's true intentions, and of course, he will reject her. Right. But meanwhile, what
0: about the Valerie
5: movie
1: that? That this guy, you know, he defended my honor and punched a guy. He saved the bad guy. He's a good guy. He doesn't deserve to get ripped off.
0: Right. And he also should have been told to fly to the west coast and just go and meet. But
1: he was. He was told he repeatedly by um, uh, by William Redfield who, and he just he always wanted to his to... way.
0: Right. Yeah. And whatever happened to William Redfield?
1: He uh, died of leukemia about a month after this was shot. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh. <laughs> I'm
0: going to kill you. Look, hey, guys, they're shooting a movie, and uh, they blew up a helicopter for a movie. Come and check it out.
1: Right. They are yeah. getting the Oh,
0: he's walking, walking away. So this is suburbia, and he's like, goodbyes to you.
1: Now, he didn't die of oh. Herrick's disease. He died of leukemia's disease.
0: Right. Wow. So we, i got to catch a quick spaghetti western before I move forward.
1: Now, this Real-ish. is Clementine, the famous western Clementine, where you hear that song from, Oh My Darling Clementine. And basically, Guido's oh. putting his thoughts together, and it's another nod to his spaghetti western.
0: Right, because movie theaters in nineteen seventy-seven. Well, we have either my D- darling Clementine or Star Wars. Right. Ah, eh, let's do my book. That's a proven hit.
1: Now the movie's over, and it was filled with twelve-year-olds. There was no Xbox.
0: Kids back there had to watch old westerns, old twentieth-century box. It was so old. The twentieth century was nineteen oh two.
1: Yeah. Now look at this woman behind. Who's talking to the stewardess she's like all pissed off
0: oh oh look they get a check like a bill
1: no the no, no. Gave a bill. that was guido Falcone's oh, sounds... signature
0: but oh, she still has it for a dollar 25 or jack daniels on a ham truck right God.
1: It was that sounds pretty
0: good On yeah. manhattan you know, like, uh, my friends at school were like, did you see Star Wars where they blew up the Death Star? I said, no, but do you know Jack Daniels was only $1.50 on Amtrak? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoa, how'd they do that?
1: Now, basically, so Guido has up. wandered into a bar, and now he's meeting a bar fly.
0: She's picking him up.
1: And it will be successful.
0: Well, that's because she has Sally Cotto written on her side. The, the, wing, the, angel, oh, wing the man.
1: angel You're referring to our Meatballs 3 adventure movie?
0: Oh. Mwah. Came on the I love that movie.
1: So he goes, What are you drinking? Jack Daniels. And so she goes, Barkeep, Jack Daniels. And then he pays with this huge wad of money. And she's like, Just leave the, bo- the, the bottle.
0: Yeah, look at that. The way you flash it, that's not how you do it.
1: Right. He's just an Italian boob, is what the director's trying to say.
0: He's a hayseed, an Italian hayseed.
1: Now, this film was the idea of a guy named Dino De Laurentiis, who was sort of like a manager type for for, uh, Terrence Hill. And he signed John Kaplan because he had seen White Line Fever and thought it was great.
0: He's a, he's a famous, famous, famous producer. I would even say more as famous as Roger Corman. He, of course, produced the uh, King Kong remake that came out in 76.
1: Oh, Dino De Laurentiis did? Uh-huh, okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he was always doing these big kind of big crazy films. So I could see him trying to get Terrence Hill in America to, to work.
1: So she goes, let's go to a party. And he gets there and goes, there's no party. And she goes, I'm the party. And then he gets conked on the head.
0: Oh, that old card. He's never going to find a true woman in this movie.
1: Now, this guy's a famous guy, and I'm so sorry, but my research did not find out who it is. It, I'm so sorry about the that.
0: The is so... This This is so pixelated right now. He could be Slenderman. I have no clue. (laughs) He could be Mario or Luigi. He's pixelated. It's Mario or Luigi. It's too pixelated for me to figure it out.
1: Yeah, it's probably Mario from the red outfit.
0: (laughs) That was a giveaway.
1: Now, basically, the guy found him all hurt in the alley, and he had pity on him. And he's like, whoa, a cowboy hat. And he's like, he tells a story of who he got that hat from. Somebody famous, let me see. And I go to this
4: redneck bar and go right up to the bar and order myself a double shot. And then this big Texan, he comes up to me and he says, Now, if you can drink as big as Utah, i give you my hat.
1: So, they lined up whiskey from one end of the bar to the other. Must have been about 30 that feet away. So, the son. <laughs> Do you recognize this? Yeah. face He's a famous person. I,
0: no, is it Terence Hill?
1: It is not Terence Hill. So oh, actually, re- yeah, you're right. Terence Hill is in the scene.
0: So he's like, "Dad, we stop bringing strangers over and, right. and giving them the hat."
1: Exactly. And so Guido is like, "Well, I will be no more trouble." He's like, "Why do they have handcuffs on? If you're giving stuff away, give I'm it to you, Dad."
0: Wait, did he lose his money too? They conked him and took his role.
1: He doesn't know it yet, but yes.
0: He only knew he got attacked, but he didn't realize someone took his money after he got assaulted.
1: He was unconscious in an alleyway. This guy took him in, and now he's giving away his famous, uh, his, you know, l- beloved hat.
0: It's a white hat, too. That means he's a good guy, right? Because yeah, uh, the villains are
1: They're tipping their hat to all of his westerns, is what they're doing.
0: But. I wonder if he starred in actual contemporary films with or without Bud Spencer, like, contemporarily set movies. Oh, there's the Greyhound, planes, trains, and automobiles.
1: That's his plan. Western Union. Get Uni. on a bus. It has
0: a Western Union. You get money uh, telegraphed to you. They now, Caplan says right? that
1: the production was difficult in trying to get this film. Everybody wanted a piece of it because of this guy's fame. Now, instead of Valerie Perrine, who wasn't even a thought at the time, he wanted to cast Lily Tomlin.
0: Oh, I think that would be fun. That would be a good movie. But she was busy. shrinking Woman was probably around that time. No, that was probably early 80s.
1: Mm, No, I think you're right. I think that was a 70s film. Uh, I think that, like... um, Nine to Five
0: was an '80s film. Oh, for sure. I think it it was '80s to be honest with you. And this guy is funnier than. me with
1: Steve Martin was an '80s film. She was big in the '80s, but the '70s is really. She used to be a comedian, and she would sit in that big chair and pretend to be a baby. She was funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Laughing too, of course. I mean, that was right. But she had a big. I wonder what her Broadway play was. That was probably the '80s. Search for intelligent, whatever it was called.
1: I love well, this
0: movie. She count- was
1: in called I Heart Huckleberries.
0: Yeah. Oh, she was fantastic in that movie. Yeah. You know, I, Carl, I have to tell you, uh, her and the, the director had it was not very professional. And there is recordings of him going off on Louis Tomlin really? during the production, and her, she handles it really well. Wow. You know, she gets. Them- she gives back what he gives, but he's just screaming in her faces, awful stuff, and she handles it pretty well, but that's that's out there too. So if you like the movie, you should check the, out the, that scene. If you like Celebrity train wrecks, you should check out that scene anyway, right? <laughs> right. Don't watch the movie, just see the, the garbage connected to it.
1: Now we're meeting Slim yeah, I like Pickens. That
0: I know who Slim Pickens is. Wow, you already punched him out.
1: Right. Now we know him as the Bombardier and how I love the learn to love the bomb. Uh, yeah, uh, right, 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 right.
0: He was in uh, Into the Night, the Dan Aykroyd movie, and he kills a. Uh, uh, I think David Bowie kills him. Like they're both hitmen or something like that. And I was like, whoa, that's yeah. symbolic.
1: Now, of course, he's doing his typical uh, accent, and like pretending right. to be the biggest hick ever.
0: What music is playing? Is it Yakety Sack?
1: It's a fight.
0: Saks. Whoa, he grabbed them by the balls.
1: And I'm sure
0: Drimming that they're the going
1: awning. to once again do a, you know, cowboy bar fight kind of thing.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, it is a comedy, and he's been in the bar for two minutes, so there's going to be a fight.
1: Now, the sh- the cops show up. And you see, there there are cops in the bar, and he's like, I would like to speak with you in my office later, officer.
0: <laughs> I can't believe they're punching cops. That's pretty brazen.
1: Yeah. That's,
0: that's my privilege right there. You can get away yeah, with it. This is
1: R.G. Armstrong, right. and he's a pretty famous actor.
0: Way to go. He's an idiot cop, though. Way to shoot this uh, sign.
1: That's right. Well, it's. Do
0: you it's, hear that? I-
1: Supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> they just said it to him. I, I don't
0: heard like it. Please see don't you get in it.
1: Office me. later.
0: <laughs> she and cool. Oh, that was cool. The Soto Cab. That's San Francisco.
1: Yup, because Valerie's headed home with Dick Miller to San Francisco. And she's like, the whole thing's off. I love Guido, and I'm not going to screw him.
0: But you're Jewish. You shouldn't – oh, I – it. it's his name. I'm sorry. I thought oh, – see, this is a cheap trick where instead of having a bookcase where you see the titles, you stack them up in a pile, and then you don't have to have the, the, the title of the spine distract you. I'm sure it wasn't intentional, but I, I was watching a TV show where everyone's apartment had the book stacked that, that way. Oh. Uh, search party. I, it must be because uh, it won't draw your eye to the title, to the screen, you know, like – yeah, it helps you focus. Dick Miller. Oh. Let me see if I can talk about, like Dick Miller. Hey, Carl, I'm Dick Miller. What are you doing? Are you crazy? Yeah, A gremlin. Point.
1: Let's hear yeah. him. Let's hear him. See how well you did. Yeah, all, all right. What are you doing His Zoom connection is not so good, Carl.
3: the agreement with Guido's signature on mm-hmm. maybe he Guido alone.
1: No, so she's going to give John Cutler, you know, Jackie Gleason, uh, the sign power of attorney with a fake name, and she's leaving a message for Guido. If you, he- I'm sorry. Oh my God! What kind I'm of answering machine? Get it from it's Impossible? That what? That old? guy?
0: Yeah, it has a its own portable mic. Yeah. The kind of.
1: Now I want. You oh, to...
0: waking up in the jail cell.
1: Yeah, I want you to hear Slim Pickens' voice here just to hear how hickey he is. Son, you look worse than a such and such and a such and such.
0: (laughs) Oh, that old canard.
1: I'm a good actor.
0: He's waking up.
1: Yep. Sunday morning.
0: How come he didn't get the handcuff taken off when he went to prison?
1: They're gonna ask him how'd you get that, and he's not gonna answer him.
4: What's
1: your handle, son? Who? Jado.
4: Jado? Hell, I'm
2: just gonna call you Jerry. Jerry?
5: Well, Jerry. Sure I am sorry that I got you into this mess. But like I always said
4: nothing like a good woman or a good
1: fighter or a good drunk to first fill up, by golly, when he's feeling blue. By golly, when
0: he's feeling blue. Feeling blue? Is he now going to check for his money?
1: Now, when I looked up Valerie Perrine, of course, I got all the standard things. You know, she was in Superman and, she, you know, you know her. But... I also found out she yep. was in Playboy's Sex Stars of 75 and Playboy's Sex Stars of 77. So, of course, I saw her pictorials, but she did tasteful stuff. She didn't really – I mean, you get to see everything, but you don't get the money shot. Um, Got
0: it. Very tasteful. You had to look for her Hustler issue in between years.
1: I, I, she was just in Playboy and in movies.
0: Well Susan Lenny, right? That was uh Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember her from that. And I think you're right about uh Superman. But Oh
5: yeah, she yeah was so in, that she's barely. Uh, Miss Tessmacher.
0: Pretty.
1: Yeah.
4: Miss Tessmacher.
1: We will even sure. see Jackie Gleason's wife in this movie for two seconds. If you look up uh, Mar- Mar- uh, Marilyn Gleason, you find out she was in The Toy, Mr. Billion, Smokey and the Bandit 3. I mean, clearly she was a wife.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, you know, maybe she's like kind of a, a Jackie Herder. You know what I mean? Like, keeps them in check, too. Yeah. I mean, she, I'm sure she's an actress. It probably helped to have somebody who he knew.
1: Well, she yeah. really... She was not an actress. She was just being a the wife to. Okay, wait. Here's the message.
0: Ooh, I guess the Christie book. Look at that. Look how elaborate is that. Mr. yourself. Yep. Your mission, if you to accept it.
1: decides now he loves her loves her right back
0: was she playing a harmonica that recording
1: yeah that was um that was dick miller in the background on the harmonica <laughs>
0: they did a good job i had that spoken album uh, spoken word album back in 1988 <laughs> on double cd uh, double uh, LP.
1: now he's saying like, i am mr billion who you've read about in the papers And if you let me go, I will make it worth your while. And you know, R. G. Armstrong is like, forget it. (laughs) Back in your cell.
0: (laughs) Wow. All right, here we go. So he's got to go back in the cell.
1: Yeah. And. Okay, so. Crazy. How long did it? she goes to Jackie Gleason and says, "Here's your power of attorney, Mr. Gleason. Where's my money?"
0: How sweet it is. Are you sure this is a signature?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: He spells Guido with a W. Yeah, sure. G, W. <laughs> oh no, it's G U I. I gotta think. Let me let me erase that.
1: It's the Italian spelling. There you go. Gu Guido.
0: <laughs> Gu- like Gwyneth Paltrow. You know, sweet it is. Right? I'm trying to think of any kind of weird movies. Like, well, Skidoo is a weird movie for Cleason to show up. Oh, you know, have you ever seen that uh, poker movie with Steve McQueen? Uh, shit, I just gave, like, Cincinnati Kid. He's fucking good in that.
1: I guess no.
0: Or maybe that's like he Rob. I'm thinking of the Pats the, the where he plays a, a pool hall ace. You know, he was in the Color of Money. It was a Color sequel to it. Color of Money
1: was um, uh, well, I I'm thinking of maybe of the Tom Cruise New- movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that was it. a sequel yeah, yeah. To a film that Newman did. And Newman's adversary in the original was like uh, Jackie Gleason playing like a pool harsh, uh, pool hall shark mean, like Fats. I don't know, that's pool hall guy or something like well, that. Well, you
1: know, there's the Fats Domino, I- the famous one. So they were biting off of that.
0: Yeah, and all of you know, people all around couldn't wait to be called fat. That's a real honor.
1: Oh, yeah, it really that happened to me all couple... throughout elementary school.
0: Uh huh. You know what drives me crazy is how I've got a nickname like Big Mike. And I'm like, no, my name is Mike. You don't have to call me Big
1: Mike. <laughs> that was your you rubbish. Well, so they pretended me. to be having yeah, a fight, like... and they're basically making a jailbreak.
0: Look, he lost wow. his hat. Yeah, he's done with that stage.
1: They're stealing hey, you know what?
0: the cop's companion- car. Oh, with the Confederate flag on it. Ooh, the original General Lee. Uh-huh. You know, when it comes to the companionship, he really got some pickings on that. <laughs> you really got
4: there we some go. pickings.
0: Go ahead and press the horn. Honk the horn. Uh, there we go. Fast climbing. old climbing fast. Car chase.
1: Yeah, of course. Now we're gonna have a car chase. I mean, this whole movie isn't like what he does with his money. It's all about getting to San Francisco.
0: He says his adventures. He's like uh, the Muppets touring America or something like that. You're gonna get I to Hollywood. Think
1: so the Muppets touring America was <laughs> like stopping off in a place and having a little adventure and then moving on to a new adventure. This movie is all chase.
0: Right, I got you. Well, this is what I – if I'm at the drive-in, I want to see some chases. I don't want – you know, you you hire the the director of White Line Fever. You want to see some White Line. There we go. (laughs) We got a yellow line right there.
1: But the thing is that, like, this is not Terrence Hill's strength. Like, they didn't bring him to America to do the kind of movie he was famous for. They brought him here to do different material than what made him famous in the beginning. They didn't bring his partner. It was a bad. Right. It does. It reminds me of Beckham, the biggest soccer star in the world, comes to the place where the the soccer is the least popular sport.
0: Right, I got you. Yeah, people can't appreciate it. What would right. They have? He he's a terrible actor in this movie. I mean, he's definitely a movie star. He's charismatic. It's he definitely flat, uh, holds it He's flat, yeah. And maybe it's because it's the first American film. That's probably the reason. But, also, uh, his
1: he does not speak English, you know. He just doesn't. I mean, it's very bad. Okay, so here we're supposed to be having Hilarity.
0: Uh,
1: so what the Great
0: coupon. He, no, I don't have a Great coupon. Bye. He
1: He's snuck behind a 18 wheeler. And that's how he evaded the cops. He was like behind it, then on the side of it, and they missed him.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, he, uh. They're gonna stop off in the. Oh, traffic. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. You know what? I, Don't I'm do gonna. Be- uh oh. Where are you going, Guido? Don't do I'm it, going man. To the
1: random ramp that happens to be there.
0: There's always a random ramp, and there's going to be an open boxcar when it go through.
1: <laughs> the truth is, is that's is. to load the train.
0: Oh. They did the stunt,
1: though. <laughs> By they golly, you did it, Jerry! Woo! Woo!
0: That is some excellent slim picking. <laughs> Am I the only one who realizes his name is Slim Pickens?
1: He is. As everybody should
0: know What is with that clock wipe?
1: That's what uh, It's Uh, It's it's very bad But okay Now what happens is In escaping the cops He coincidentally and randomly Goes into a um,
0: Demolition um, derby uh,
1: Yeah a demolition derby
0: Which is already in progress
1: Right and the cops will come in, too, and what do you think – you know, in a demolition derby, you get demolition derbyed, and that's what's going to happen.
0: You know, cars, the Cars movies kind of spoil me when I watch these demolition derbies because everyone in the audience is human. It's kind of weird to see. I'm used to seeing Cars in the uh, – oh, there's Abraham Lincoln.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: This sounds cool. I would love to see a demolition
1: derby. Yeah! What are you going to do now? Oh, I can't believe you did that. Every year at the Sussex County Fair, I make sure that I buy a ticket to the Demolition Derby. It's an annual thing every August, and it's fun.
0: Do people get hurt?
1: Yes. So far, no, but the cars do burst into flames, and then the fire department comes out and puts them out. (laughs)
0: Well, so, I mean, like, do people watch because they want to see an incident?
1: That's a ninja star wipe. An axis. I like think it's a, a great uh, reality TV show, a, uh, a Demolition Derby.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, where can you see Demolition Derby? You got to wait till the pandemic ends to watch people smash up cars for entertainment.
5: Well,
1: I think maybe we'll be lucky, and by August, the pandemic will be over, and I'll get to see the Sussex County Fair Demolition Derby.
0: Yeah, me too. Well, that is essential uh, business. Don't listen to <laughs> like, you know, you know what they're saying? Like I was reading an article. If you start your car out and your car has been idle for all this time, you got to check your uh, engine for rats. And uh-huh. may have nested in your car. Uh, so you
1: gotta, like and I know that – San Francisco problem. Well, we have uh, – well,
0: I – there's cats. I mean, that used to be a problem where if it's cold, cats are going to sleep in your car, and you have to, like, sweep, sweep your car for cats.
1: So what's happened here My is home. Slim Pickens has been setting up for us that the bank's going to take his farm, um, and essentially –
0: They literally took his farm. They,
1: they literally took his house.
0: Wow, those bankers is, are ruthless.
1: That's right. This is his favorite comfy chair. Now – all the way along our journey, Guido was like, I will pay you back. And, you know, he's going to make everything right for the people. And this is one of the people he's right. going to make things right for. Look at his beautiful so blue cool. eyes. What a movie star.
0: I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It captures sustained, it's just that he's so stiff in this movie. Uh, and there's no chemistry between him and Valerie. Right. You can't. Uh, really appreciate it you just they get a lot this
1: random woman's house they walk in without you know like they knocked but they just walked in and they're just like may we use your phone may we you know they're like but she's okay with it
0: well you know it's, it's are you a banker no ma'am well come on in <laughs> that's the last thing you need Raymond Chandler, wow. Dashiell Hammett, everyone's reading mysteries. We have Agatha Christie beforehand. Well, maybe that's Valerie's character. The that Valerie? <laughs>
1: yeah, he, what's it? He calls Valerie and, sa- you know, it's like I love you kind of stuff. And then we find out that Jackie Gleason has taken Valerie prisoner.
0: Yikes. They've yeah, gun pointed to her head at an open window. That actually looks like a... Uh... Oh, uh, where the parakeets are. Where the fuck is that neighborhood? Not Russian Hill, but uh, there's a certain part of town that has that look. I, I don't know anymore. I don't go out anymore. I'm not going right. to be in that neighborhood. I would have to take yeah. a bus. Take an uber-pool over there.
1: I have set so
5: Basically,
1: the deal is if you want to see Valerie alive again – you will not show up uh, to the uh, to San Francisco at noon. Think it over. Well,
0: that's been, so that was Telegraph Hill, where her apartment is. So that's where I'm guessing.
1: Telegraph the way
0: Hill, the hills look. yeah.
1: Now, how did the Deutsch town yeah. get home?
0: I don't know. Why is he named after murder mystery novelist Dashiell Hammett? Dashiell Houndlet.
1: Well, I guess the director was nodding him. his hat to that guy, but it wasn't mentioned in the interview.
0: Gleason's like, "Listen, you want her alive? You need to address the ball." Hello, ball.
1: Why are you? <laughs> if you're not gonna take this seriously,
0: Harris, I know that you know that
1: I know that you know. <laughs> Now, they agreed oh my God. to get Valerie back at a place extremely far from San Francisco, and that is the Grand Canyon.
0: Yeah, that's pretty far. You know what I think is crazy? That WPIX in New York City would play the Honeymooners reruns, meaning they would play the same 39 shows over and over again. Every,
1: yeah, and that, that everyone was nine, not 11, but it was every night – uh like at 11 p.m something like that i i got to them all by heart mm -hmm.
0: yeah i know yeah same here and then you watch like the lost episodes or you watch like these color specials they did later or uh it's boggling you're like what am i watching but it was amazing like how that kind of happened
1: the honeymooners was born as a sketch on jackie gleason's uh variety show jackie gleason was really quite famous before the honeymooners and that's why the lost episodes will be like only fifteen minutes. It was those sketches like, that launched the TV show.
0: So they, when they repackaged the variety show, they just took everything out but the honeymooner sketches.
1: Well, it's more like the honeymooners were so popular they invented lost episodes by clipping that stuff out of the variety show.
0: I got you. And it shows, too. I know there's a bunch of ones where Alice is different, and I think there's a different Pixie uh, as well. There's one where Alice is meaner, which I really like.
1: <laughs> and and, and the, the set is different. You know, it's, it's...
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of those Lost episodes, they are like total sketches, and it's like just a, a bare uh, painted curtain behind them representing the, their kitchen.
1: Well, I mean, everyone was like you. They saw the reruns, and they knew them all by heart. There's only so many. They were hungry for more Honeymooners, and that's how they were given it. It was a money-making thing.
0: Have you seen the movie that came out like 20 years ago? It's good.
1: There's a Honeymooners movie? uh,
0: No. Yeah. I mean, no one really emulates the original actors, but the characters are are all pretty stable.
1: Oh, Uh, it wasn't the original... Cast,
0: no, it wasn't the original television cast. No, they had a bunch of movie actors doing a reinterpretation or what have you, but a, a big, big theatrical uh version. And it's funny
1: now, they basically took this recommend... car and they were like, he was like, I'll pay you tenfold over, and you know, they drove to the Grand Canyon.
0: You know, Homer's opinion of the Grand Canyon. He goes, wow, the Grand Canyon. What a Grand Canyon. Yeah, that's good. That's they, That was for a TV commercial. It wasn't even on the show.
1: I was in Arizona. We spent a lot of time at the Grand Canyon, and I loved it. And I got to tell you, when the sun goes down, the canyon changes its – I don't know what do I say like you get a feeling for the Grand Canyon in the day like this but when it, the sun goes down there's it, it it's just beautiful you know and all you can mm-hmm. see lights down in the canyon like where people have little establishments it was just a, and the stars are beautiful against it it was a good time
0: you know with like no visitors during this pandemic the park must have been restored to its natural glory. Like, uh, no trash is being tossed down there. No one's taking an illegal dump. It's just like, you know.
1: <laughs> when I was at the Grand no Canyon, it really wasn't being abused. Uh, they were very conscious of that.
0: Uh, I've been to the Grand Canyon too. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty well set up that you can go and. Uh, I think there's some hiking. Like you can go hike right in there. Like if you wanted to walk around, they have paths and stuff.
1: They do, yeah.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't let me ride my donkey around there. I'm like, come on.
1: <laughs> you brought your own, own donkey.
0: I have oh, yeah, San Francisco. <laughs> do you know how crazy it was to get my donkey reared to Grand Canyon. He's not gonna let me walk around the path.
1: Dude. I'm sorry, you can't bring your own donkey here, sir. Oh, that is my wife. Thank you.
0: <laughs> There's a copy of Clint Eastwood's The Mule Or a DVD Damn it, I'll have to watch it in the hotel
1: You gotta hand it to Clint Come on, it's He's still making films, you know And being the director and yeah.
0: You, you know I'm not crazy for him as a director
1: Oh, oh, okay What There's about no. Unforgiven? Uh,
0: yeah, I saw that It was good, you know But I mean, like I think Gran Turismo is really good because especially uh, just the way people act nowadays, he kind of amplifies, like, what he's doing. But, you know, he does, like, a movie a year, and I I watch him. Like, he did, I think I lost favor when I saw that uh, Kevin Costner murder movie where he's chasing this murderer around for two and a half hours and they meet at the last scene. I'm just like, fuck this. But, yeah, I, I just think, like, you know, Woody Allen at one point would make a movie a year. I know Spike Lee uh, tries to get a movie uh, out a year, but Clint Eastwood's one of those guys who's like, I'm going to make a movie every year. Just because. People are going to – yeah, just because, and he does. Whether or not they're good doesn't really matter. I don't know. Now, here I am talking about Clint Eastwood. Well, it's certainly true
1: for Woody Allen. He was just churning them out, and it was lazy. And everybody talks about his directing yeah. style, which is pretty much not directing you. Just do your lines however you want to. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't congeal. But it's something we said about prolific directors, though. But then you might as well get a TV series at this point, and then you can direct every episode. <laughs> hey, he's running down. Hill is running down the hill.
1: Hill is, yeah. Weird. He's on Terrence Hill right now. There is Valerie, and I guess it's a stand-in because she doesn't, I don't think – it doesn't really feel mm-hmm. like it's her.
0: Well, where's that cigarette? She's smoking a cigarette. Where's it? Oh, it's in her mouth. Okay, it's not her. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, now they've set up people essentially to kill Guido, so there's no way he can get to right. San Francisco. And she knows That's it. That's the so park like, get out of here! You
0: idiot. I'm tied up. Don't you think people are waiting? Oh, Hill died on the hill.
1: Hill's been shot, we think.
0: Because he fell after the gunshot. That's a pretty fair assessment to the viewers that he got
1: shot. Now, this is a little scary. It really is perilous. And when they were, is- the stunt people were doing this, I mean, it's it's risky, it feels like.
0: You don't think that's a mat shot? That's re- whoa! Holy no, shit! No,
1: I don't. It is not CGI. This is not Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. This is the real deal. They're up there, and they Excuse can me. slip. Tom-
0: Mr. Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible does his own stunts. Thank you. Well, you ever think like, man, I'm an old, he- I'm an old guy, and then you watch Tom Cruise hang from an airplane, and you're like, I'm not stupid though.
1: It's true that he I'm did hang from that airplane, but it is not true. That from the first Mission Impossible to the last, he was doing his own stunts.
0: No, but it's usually, like, key stunts. Like, didn't he climb up that building in Dubai by himself?
1: Or I, yeah, like... it's, I, I don't know the answer, but I think that was computer graphics stuff. There's, I just can't see them allowing that. No,
0: he, climbed, he free-solos up uh, a cliff. Like, for no other reason just to do it. And that is him doing it. Yes. Wow, look at that. That's really edgy. Is it yeah.
1: really? But again, it's like, you no.
0: Know, it wasn't like Ethan Hunt, you must climb up this cliff without a rope.
1: No, he was on
0: uh, vacation. We'll now,
1: look at this. Yeah, was just the guy's going to die, so what does Guido do once again? Right, He save saves him. him. But he can't.
0: There we go. Oh.
1: Look at
0: that. Someone even shooting him. That is some, some spaghetti western eye, cowboy eye. <laughs> he bounces off to it.
1: But Slim Pickens saves the day.
0: Where the fuck did Slim Pickens... Didn't, didn't the fucking sniper hear like, Slim panting behind him? Panting, right.
1: Panting. <laughs> Look how scary that
0: oh. is. It is really scary. I need a camera to go 360 around that. You got it right away, Mr. Uh, Kaplan.
1: I bet you that's the same chopper that they used with the bad guy.
0: How funny is that? All in one.
1: Right. I mean, they rented it. They better use it.
0: Well, you can see Billy Jack behind them.
1: No, that was Utah. That was was
0: Monument Monument
1: Valley? What is it called?
0: So this was goes to Washington, but he was he was on top of that cliff, though, right? Like it was pretty nuts.
1: His, yeah, that's true. His son true.
0: filmed him from there.
1: Okay, now they up. have a moment people, of realization. People. Like you gave up all your money for me, and they realize with the difference in time zone, they could get to San Francisco by noon if they hauled ass.
0: Yeah, there we go. Look at these. Can't wait to tell them that.
1: So now it's not gonna be a chase, it's gonna be a race. Setting up access.
0: Well, wow, they're making out in the back seat. That's Look right. Look at that, they were making out that in the back seat of the convertible.
1: <laughs>
0: he is the worst chaperone.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah.
5: If
1: you don't tell your folks about this, I'll let you kiss in the back.
0: <laughs> Can't hear you. We're going sixty miles an hour and you have the top down.
1: Oh, uh,
0: we'll ADR, post. Look
1: at this. They go into You see how they knock the fence down?
0: Yeah, I know, it's rude. Come on. You see insane? Gate they're gate crashers. Literally gate uh, gate crashers.
1: Now, Valerie talked to oh. him on the plane saying, "Listen, why are you doing this to me? You have everything to lose." It's uh, the same thing she gave to the kidnappers and it worked. So the guy says, well, hell! I'm going to die in l- for l- from leukemia in a month. Go ahead, fly him to San Francisco.
0: <clears throat> he did not. He said something like, "You know, if I agree, we could end the production, and I'll be done with this movie."
1: Right. I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> Carl, Jesus
1: Christ! Careful he what not you wish for, out of here. here. Careful what you wish for, William.
0: The director of the last day of the shoot is like, is this like all right, I'm going to stop. It's bad taste.
1: Okay, so now we have the, like, signing ceremony for the Billions. And for some reason, it's a big, like, stockholders meeting or something. And, you know, Guido's not going to show up. And Jackie Gleason's going to be up there like, I think it's a real shame that boy didn't come here.
0: It's so crazy with that Falcon logo. Like the one that killed their founder is now behind them.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was you thinking. You can still see the blood this
0: film.
1: Now They could at least
0: wipe the blood off. Ridge. We're <laughs> going to see
1: Alcatraz. We're going to see San Francisco.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is, uh oh, we're approaching SFO. Oh, I guess we missed it. Where are they going to land? So where are they going to fucking land?
1: On Alcatraz. Okay, Mike, you just asked a great question. Where are they going to land? So they're not. Right. He's going to parachute.
0: Oh, wait. We saw that in the movie trailer last week. They showed that in the trailer.
1: Here's the wife.
0: Oh, wow. See, I'm telling you. He's like, look him. Steady yourself. Look in my eyes.
1: Well, the thing is, he kn- we know wow. he was stone cold sober that day.
0: That's right, because his wife is on set. That's So right. when they looked at San Francisco, they still had the Mercadero Freeway on the overhead. That got completely destroyed in the 87 earthquake.
1: Uh-huh. Ten years well, it
0: got ago. Well, it got stuck. Yeah, so they, they tore it down because of the earthquake. But well, the uh, internet it was still around a big
5: deal
1: about stuff like that. Uh, like, for instance, he's going to get this on this cable car on Presidio Avenue, and by 76, yeah, that was gone. Yeah, he could and there's a cable car co- yeah. company called RR Company, Cable RR or something, and they were out of business, and their sign is on the trolley. I don't know. Do we care?
0: Uh, kind of. I mean, like, it's they talk about the movie uh, uh, Vertigo, and they said the part of Vertigo that makes it so effective is that for a movie where everything is dreamlike, all the locations in San Francisco don't exist. So it's like seeing an alternative world. So, you know, when you see – so when you watch your city or your town in these movies, what you're seeing is an image that once was, never is, but is now existing in this film. Right. You know, like there's no Salesforce building in that that view. That's crazy they shot a guy out like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm applauding. The sooner we get this done, the better.
1: Well, he's doing all these financial talks like the strong survive, and they're all clapping.
0: Well, he's right at the Embarcadero. He's really close to 555 California. So he sees this guy's bike and he's
1: like, I will pay you back tenfold.
0: Okay, sounds good. (laughs) It's fascinating. (laughs) You can't outpace a runner on your bicycle.
1: He's like, which way to the building of Jackie Gleason? That way.
0: Henry Winkler, which way? They're in Knob Hill. Yep, there we go. That's where the cable car usually intersects, around there. Oh yeah, the crazy stairs get you up the up the hill. Whoa. Hill jumping hill.
1: He better pay that kid back for his what? bike.
0: Wipe out. Litter. Oh, this is uh this is in Hayes Valley. I'm gonna be one of those assholes. That mural is elsewhere. That cool. <laughs> is elsewhere.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. But I, I think it's the same mural, they haven't changed it.
1: They fooled me because I'm not from San Francisco.
0: I had a joke about murals, Carl. Yeah, right, you didn't know. Where uh, they always have historical figures and then the muralist friends. You're like, oh, well, there's uh, Albert Einstein, there's uh, uh, Martin Luther King, there's Tony from the paint shop.
1: Yeah, there's, there's the cable car that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, well, at least it's a real cable car. They didn't do a fake one. Yeah, that's the best part. You see the reflection in the windows? Hey, I'm reading a newspaper.
1: Well, no, goes, like, the guy goes, it costs a quarter to ride this trolley. And he goes, I am Mr. Billion. And they fi- they say he is, and they cheer him on.
5: <laughs>
1: and they're all going to run into the place with him.
0: Wow, that's really inspiring. Really
1: the clip, the clock is ticking towards noon. The hickiest music—it's inappropriate for the scene.
0: Oh, this is uh, the the Marriott Hotel. Uh huh. So this, uh, the luncheon's being held at the hotel by the Mercadero where he got dropped off, and that hotel was the one that uh. Uh, time after time where they go they go to the oh, hotel nice. in San Francisco yeah he I watches like film. the worst of 20th century TV there used to be a rotating uh, restaurant on top so you get a view of the city here's the people yeah Mr. Billions is like
1: us yeah see that's the thing they're all hyped for him to get his money why are they they don't have a stake in the game
0: yeah, but they all have uh, houses there. They're going to flip 20 years from now and be rich. So i got to go back to my apartment building that I own for a dollar a month.
1: So he's made it he and hooray, it. and he goes, I am Mr. Billion, and they all love it.
0: Yay! He said the title of the film. Wow, look at these. None of these are actors. They're just like, okay, great. I'm glad to be in this film.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Well, he's sweaty. He's still charismatic. He's got those blue
5: eyes.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Carl, I lost it. Oh, must be foggy.
1: Okay, Good so now we
0: Tampa see Fox.
5: what
1: he's done to the board of directors. Slim Pickens. Uh huh. And what they're saying is, 18% interest rate is too high. Let's lower it to 3%. Let the working class man get a break. And am going to
0: buy my farm, then.
1: There's the woman. They took her car, and she's agreeing.
0: <laughs> oh, they got all the extras in there.
1: Yeah, we're wrapping it up. All the people he promised he'd help. There's Dick.
0: Hey, I kidnapped you an hour ago. He's got a pint of milk there and a deck of playing cards. Is this prison or what? His hat. Oh, right. Is his son there? I'll have to wait. I'll have to wait for his His son move on. Lamont? Oh, yeah. I was so
1: It's his son, Lamont.
0: Lamont, yeah.
1: The trolley driver. You know what?
0: No, I'm sure that's a typical San Francisco guy right there.
1: And the guy who died from the queen. Wow,
0: he's pretty laid back, too. He's like, I can't kid, final day of the shoot. Got to kick back. Life is good.
1: The colonel. He's
0: pretty drunk. I was thinking he's That crazy bullwinkle. Colonel Bullwinkle.
1: Or, well, yeah, he's colonel pretty drunk. Bullwinkle.
0: Who else have we got? Who else are missing?
1: We're done. And, now, um,
0: like, what do you done.
1: think, Jerry? And he's like, I think whatever you guys think.
0: Yay. Thank you, Ramsey King, for uh, casting this fantastic movie. That has been Mr. Billion. What did you think of the movie?
1: I thought there was nothing original in this movie. It was everything that's ever been done in other movies. I think that it was the wrong vehicle for him. And we don't know his name, so clearly it was. Uh, I think that right. Jack Gleason was the only thing neat about this film. Uh, it was a bomb. It was a flop. It was flat. It was kind
0: of cool. I have to say the Grand Canyon shots, the the fighting scenes and the arrow shots were fun. They were yes. pretty cool. But you know, there wasn't really much of there. It's a shame. It, if there was something else going on in this movie, I would I would probably rewatch it. I mean it was kind of cool to see, but it was definitely it was,
1: to See the helicopter black... go down at the baseball game.
0: Yeah, that's weird, too. Uh, let's see. We want to thank the people of Sonoma, California, and the Grand Canyon National Parks right. for the help and cooperation. No thanks to Alcatraz. I don't know if Alcatraz has just taken over. You know, the, the yes. an Indian, a Native American movement took over uh, Alcatraz in the 70s. Yup. So I don't know when they were seeing that. 77. And here we go. Isn't it interesting? They put the the Catholic characters at, at the end the of the end. movie.
1: Strange
0: really weird chill Wills. well they got a great cast right chills will dick miller insulin Pickings, and fucking Terrence hill
1: yes and they had the and, budget and they, they the had everything music. they needed to make this a great film
0: yeah, i agree i absolutely agree they could have done much better no wonder the casting director got uh the first cre- and credit because it was well casted at least
1: yep and it was case- all right
0: well fuck that against
1: man. the director's choices
0: Yeah. Well, I'll check it out. I'm uh, going to watch that. I I appreciate you doing that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we had just watched Mr. Billion uh, here on Let's Watch a Full-length Movie on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you now subscribe to the show. We will be back next Sunday uh, with a new movie called – this is a 19 – no, excuse me. This came out this century, (laughs) 2012 animated feature. It's called Sir Billy. Billy is spelled B-I-L-L-I, and it's also known as Guardians of the Highlands, and it is the first Scottish animated movie. So you can find the movie trailer, uh, which we're going to play right now, uh, by typing Insert Billy, and I see that YouTube Movies has a trailer for it. Do you want to play the audio of that once you get it up?
1: Yeah, I will, but the thing is YouTube Movies always has the – commercials. It's not the one we should choose when it's time to watch it.
0: Well, how about if we uh, – okay, so we have Pinnacle Film Sales, which probably owns it. Why don't we go do that one instead? Okay. Uh, would you like to promote anything as your own uh, pre-advertisement to the movie trailer? Uh,
1: not really. Uh, I got that virtual mic every Tuesday. I don't have any regular gigs. It's all closed down. Uh, Carl Sucks – Dot com hasn't seen an update in months. Uh, got nothing to promote, really. <laughs> Waterman, all right,
0: lay back but... I... Oh, I'm really excited! I can't wait to watch Waterman. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Uh, I'm doing a show Saturday, a theme show online called You uh, where people offer uh, people characters uh, provide uh, tutorials. And that's going to be a live Zoom show, and I will put details on it on our Twitter page, our Twitter feed, LWFLLZIP, and then I'll delete it. Okay, so here we go. Pinnacle Film Sales. Carl, would you like to do the honor and play the audio for this?
1: Okay. Three, uh, it's Sir Billy, official trailer from Pinnacle Film Sales. Three, two, one, go.
0: Glaasno vision. Glasno animations, the first time they did an animated movie. In the
1: deepest, darkest highlands. How can highland be deep?
6: <laughs>
0: it's a, a reverse deep. It is a highland.
1: Yeah, it's the lowlands.
0: <laughs> Indeed, only one man. Billy? Skateboarding.
1: Sean Connery?
0: Uh-huh, yeah. It's a Sean Connery movie for 2012. Sorry, but did you see that the racing car has a number 69 on it?
1: Wow. Subliminal.
0: Oh, he's got a kill. The Billy Goat has a kill build. Uh, blue sleeve
1: jacket, yellow jacket. Right. Battle Royale. Planes, trains, and automobiles, and boats. Once again. And ass.
0: These women are pretty sexy. Ooh, he wears a red cap. Make he America great again. To the,
1: the, um, the the hat stand a la James Bond.
0: Right. Well, you know, James Bond was very classy and he took his baseball cap off. He always threw that hat rat. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the movie for next week, Sir Billy. That's Billy with an I. It is Sean Connery's probably last film and it's the first animated film for Glass. Uh, it's also known as Guardians of the Highlands. And, Carl, it's only like 72 minutes long, so okay. uh, it'll be a quick one this week So, uh, as we rest up. I hope you guys are doing well and safe and sane. We appreciate you listening to us. We, of course, appreciate Pam Benjamin uh, manager of the station for making the magic happen and keeping the lights on. And uh, Carl, thank you so much. The audience, thank you so much. That was a great episode. May we never watch that movie again. <laughs> Let's
5: watch a full-length movie on YouTube with my my eagle man
0: Hi, I'm Mike, I'm Carl's friend.
7: <laughs> oh, the free will question, because I choose to write about it. See, the collection of Russian is the path of my prior choice and its continuation is my talent to my belief, which is sufficient for enjoyment. And that is the nature of the universe to enjoy is purely the functioning of a returning and totality of a system to carry on in perpetuity, as one would like as it is to be enjoyed. Backspace are marvelous, as an adjunct to a concept which doesn't function and a slight correction is within our powers in the near term, and nears what we have at our disposal, to use that term, which is literally in this case, how we transition a set into another set, using perhaps some of the numbers, signed in their maths. For the functioning of further functions, and as numbers are applied within those functions, the other numbers naturally retain until they are further disposed into other functions. And this carries on, with a conceptual idea that there are always a sufficiency in numbers to proceed in our cycles, and those are for the mind, its ability to take what I just learned as reference to this case, the Markov blanket, which is a warm cuddly covering over a distinct collection, taking care of it and providing its own body for the set of these numbers. If we were to go back, we may imagine exposing this blanket to the elements of prior bypasses of numbering, thus reassigning a similar yet different blanket of numbering, whose reference is now a combination of events as recalled with concurrency of consciousness, and near coupled with the success of our worn blanket prior, we may be inclined to further enjoy the victory, which ought not to diminish for the time our brains permit an enjoyment without a furthering of development, and this is also within Markov. And so, the free will question comes up at times like these, as evident, and the precursor to that thinking is not immediately evident, but I will and will explain the happenstance of the oncoming and forthcoming spark ability, which is a dull drum of free association, and my own, perhaps, questioning as to what is free in association. Well the return as in free energy as described by Carl Finston, check, describes both Markov and our. how did he phrase it? Well I have to look it up, and I will in a second. But we already described how numbers are exchanged and so this should suffice, and you needed worry about me looking it up, and you can provide a time to do so, if that is your desire. But back to free association, and the thinking that surroundings of everything observed for by and about, coupled with perhaps randomized memory recall, is our natural response to perhaps a question we didn't hear precisely, as inaudibly, and that these conversations going on are part of their own numbered set and functioning, and perhaps by participating in the numbering without a pure attentive consciousness, as consciousness goes, our lackadaisical free thinking may offhandedly participate in the numbering, when it doesn't offend or affect our concurrency, and even if it does and you wind up shouting something from the creases of your own brain, well, that is your personal reaction and your behavior of how you deal with information and your runtime state of whatever you are about at that moment. Sounds a bit obtuse, and it is, for the mere fact that you don't have to respond solely for yourself in all events, that is the benefit towards yourself. This brings us to focus, but more specifically at this time. Our reasoning to write, which is to operate the functions which function towards enjoyment, and numbers as a side gig, with focus to apply them to working systems. Satisfied as that, for moments, and further moments at a time, until the function is heavy enough to plot, as observed, or simply proceeds in its imaginary non-imagine though accurate by imagination graph. It's pointless, Ha to imagine the graph because you're not purely aware of the numbers which will be presented, further allowing you to trigger available functioning systems. So this is fun, isn't it? The crux of course is how free will affects others, and this is how we have it, because it does affect others, and our combined freedoms allow us to provide for ourselves and others as our natural abilities and proclivities proclaim for our justification of our own freedoms, as observed in our continued abilities to be free. Even shackled with an itch on your nose that you wish to scratch, is a scenario where you could think about butterflies, as I did for a moment, to distract perhaps the ish, and thus avoid the inevitable ongoing one to scratch. Scratch. See I scratched my arm because it was a preset trigger, but if I knew then what I know about itches now. I would perhaps find a better solution. Even that thought may incline you to itch a bit, as the bits of communication on your body chatter about what the hell you're talking to it about, and collectively decide to move to the right or up and about and poke particularly on the organ which is your skin, and beneath, where soft tissue and organs may in similar fashion, have gotten some electrics and spin to question and unbalance for a shift. The question now comes to completeness that is when will this document of recollection and process for be finished, and that is to be determined by the body I wish to write, and if I wish to continue on the free will theme, or if I wish now to break into a story, or what precisely I will do after this completeness and how does that progress in the cycles I am both perhaps used to, as not a specific action, but functionally within the near space is available for me to process the spatial numbering which is the all the time. And so, my recall is about, and the word is missing, but it's needles on the skin. And specifically my memory is the ear, and the reason I mention this is because its completeness is when it's no longer comfortable, and in fact obtrusive. And so you might have a memory of how long that is, or you may remember the sensation, and you may do a combination of these, and even imagine a discomfort, and that is actual, and that is still completeness. And you may further decide the effects were ineffectual to your desire acupuncture is the word and it's no longer needed but there it is written down combined with this concurrency of various discomfort i realize further motion will be required to complete this work as well as become comfortable and i do want you to leave with a warm feeling about the presented material facts and these are part of them and so I share that emperor clue to provide what I believe will be needed in the future, while perhaps ignoring the immediacy I so often talk about, which, indicates that while functioning in physics, this may introduce a behavior in yourself, which I am indicating, which is to listen to this podcast until completion, and perhaps now you are expecting the completion, and the ish has begun, and more specifically, said to regain your focus, the time at which you hear this messaging is the time our systems have then formed a mantle, with my words, and hence as carefully as I chose, and your time in and about your own functioning brain and etc. That mantle provides for me, my future, our future, choices as in free, as in free energy and thus will footnote this in brief to the Wired article I read just this morning, about the explorations of Carl Friston, and the direct quote of preponderance. Free Energy is the difference between the states you expect to be in and the states your sensors tell you that you are in. When you sense you are within something, you are, and the difference, is your, the natural you, allows to proceed to the result which, in expectation, is the precursor to other eventfulness in these functions, or blankets as both Markov and Friston utilize. This explains it to me and it's a novel use to utilize the remainder towards the benefit of something which already exists, expectation, hence the free nature of this economy, as everything is utilized while motion proceeds. Good. Done. This has been and is still, in motionary and ongoing in spatial cosmistry. a bit from the left off-center city by and about the bay, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, to name a few which are on my mind this November the 10th, in our Year of the Hindsight, 2020, Aqua QC3W.
6: I'm your host, Frosty Nugs, my co-host, Sean Lamar. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing fantastic. Just Okay. Good, Good to hear. Late night Monday. Fucking Monday. How was your week? Fucking awesome, always. Yeah, awesome. Great weather here in San Francisco, huh? Yeah. Yo. Yo. Loose cable. I think they'll lose on my cable. We'll get it probably stop touching it, uh, it's making it worse, but anyway, back to the action here, bringing in a whole new level, soulsausage.com, soulsausage is on there, we're going to keep rolling with the music right away folks, <coughs> a Sauces presents artist, this is uh, some vintage shit, some live shit. Back in the day, I think it was about 2006, this is a sidecar barbend. Your mom loves it.
2: Did not know where my destination.
6: it with a little culture what do you think of that was that was fucking that shit yeah that was yeah that was uh that was a great find right there that's beautiful right, right? yeah it. The record collection here. It. with the record collection here at mutiny radio we're having a little mic cable difficulty apologize for that uh part of the culture rocks part of the upbringing of mutiny radio hey rock, baby. we need culture. some new equipment it's true yeah, Culture Rocks. Uh, it was also featuring Joseph Hill. Uh, uh, a classic. True classic. So, uh, so, Lamar, what about those Super Bowl Seahawks? What do you think? The Seahawks. What do I think? Uh, fuck the Seahawks. That's what <laughs> I said. That's what everyone's saying. San <laughs> no, uh say. I, no, I, it was their first Super Bowl ever. Uh, yeah, congratulations Who gives know. a shit? No, fuck who that a shit. Whatever Fuck Seattle I don't know um, I'm a New York Giant fan, so Yeah, Although whatever. it was played In uh, our hometown stadium 49ers The, uh I like to say the 49ers. Battlelands but I think 49ers. it's called wow. MetLife Stadium i not sure 49ers Who cares? Yeah, really though Because, uh I, I don't know, whatever Life sauces is death I guess it was, I guess it's I guess it was good to wake up In Seattle this morning, I guess Right? Yeah, I don't think they ever went to sleep, to be honest with you. But I saw the news, and those motherfuckers were partying. Did they party? Did they? Party! Did, they did they like? Did they like giants party? Nah, like they did fucking. They, did They like riot in the streets like and shit. Bill Gates partied it or some shit up in there. See how uh, Paul some Allen old pussy ass shit. Cause you know, like Philadelphia, when they party, they, they like. man partied it. They burned the city down and shit. <laughs> That's true. Phillip That's fans, what I'm saying. Is that, they is get that, crazy over there. Is it Seattle? Are they? Are they? Are they about that life? Is that how you say that? About that life? Are they? Are they? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Let's pull up some. I've news. been to Seattle a couple times. It's pretty mellow. Never been to Seattle. It's Pretty chill. They just legalized marijuana Smart. last year. I think it just my took first effect. Time, my January first time Thursday. on the West Coast. How do you like the West Coast? Uh, so far, I Bring it. Bring it live, West Coast. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cool, feel right? Like I, I feel like I'm from here. It's a nice flavor. Yeah, most people thought I was from here, actually. Born and raised in New York City. Everyone thought I was from California. Everyone in California know I ain't from here. You know what I mean? Nope. Where are you from, Shawlabar? From Alabama. Alabama? Montgomery, Alabama. Roll Tide? You Roll Tide? Uh, I'm more ego, but uh, yeah, Roll Tide or something, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 am i I'm a war eagle Auburn fan, not an Alabama fan. Auburn, was that Tigers? Yeah, Auburn Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Bring it, it. it, Scarface. Everybody knows this. Tupac,
4: smile. It's all odds, though life this hard. we on. Living in the projects, broke with no lights on. To all the things that follow me, protect your essence. Born with less, but you're still precious. Just smell for me now. I just for me. Just smell. slowly upon phrases I run and I can walk through the days that it done. I often wish that I could save everyone, but I'm a dreamer. Have you ever seen a who was strong in the game, overlooking his tomorrows, and if finally can't look back on childhood for The reason I'm still feeling it. turning circles in my night grade, dealing cocaine, too many houses in my life. Go- the And a man without a focus like to drive me insane. Stuck inside a ghetto fantasy, hoping it changed. But when I focus on reality, we broken in chain, Had a dream of living wealthy and making it big. Over football, told to cook raw and take it and dig. And after all, my mama's thanking God for blessing the child. All my mama got to do now is collect it and smile. smile.
5: Smile. For me, just smile.
4: Straight shots, bullets be hot, they burn it, inhale, and sherm smoke, visualize the flames. Well I've been smothered by my own pain. Strange whiskers, cowards conversate, so quick and distance, taking pictures for the feds and desperate hopes they get us. Hit us all, give us plenty centuries, forgive my sins. Since I ain't many penitentiaries, we be the best revenge Just fuck friends. We military minds, soldiers, busting shots, blind, trying to find Jehovah to help somebody saving, lost the crazy to drop a seed hoping tonight curse my base Maybe now Nick feel me now pitching my pain embrace my words make the world change and Still I smell Nick and now moment of silence Let us pray. And as you just head to the tunnel's life, life I hope it leads to eternal life. We save just a friend for the homie pop.
5: you just smile?
6: All right, in honor of Super Bowl Sunday, a little you too. Yes, here at Soul Sausage, we are all about the blood, the guts, and the meat. Little Slayer.